Hey, if you want to support this podcast, go over to anchor.fm slash drive safe text when home. But what you could do totally free, go over to Apple podcast and give, give me a rating. Like, you know, like maybe like a simple five star and say, this is the greatest podcast on the planet. You know, just something like along those lines, that'd be sick. But yeah, it, it definitely helps go up in the charts and all that fun stuff. So please, if you could do that, that would be sick. Thank you and enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, this is a podcast and I'm here with uh ray uh from the band sacer heck yes dude oh man okay dude like the first thing like right off the bat i just remember meeting you for the first time i can't remember if it was in pomona or riverside but pomona like, pomona yeah, okay. <laughs> i remember this <laughs> yeah yeah dude i like i ever like i just was so excited because you were the first person that were at, like was like yo dude is that like a chariot and then like let live tattoo and i was like dude what the fuck like this is so sick like i i thought that was the coolest thing ever man i will i remember that moment still <laughs> to this day because ever since then it's just been kind of cool like um i so i'm like kind of heavy in tiktok world oh, okay. now yeah and like punk rock tiktok and i have like um one of the cherry i have two of the chariots final uh tour shirts like i'm that much of a dork hell yeah uh i have one framed with their one of their old bumper stickers like it's in my room or it's in my living room um and uh for my birthday last year my homies got me um long live um on vinyl hell yeah and like every so often people are like is that a the chariot shirt like you just got going on and you're literally like yes when you walk to this household i want you all to know that when when you walk when you come in th this is a household that adores the chariot that like just <laughs> loves that band to death um and so like seeing that tattoo i'm like holy shit y'all are like y'all are cool like i love that and i see your, i like and i'll see like cell damages like little videos and stuff like that i see the banner from um oh my god why is it why, one wing yeah, yeah like that's so like dude yeah so yeah like immediately just like huge fans of you guys and just like um just everything that you do because i know where it's coming from and <laughs> i love talking music with you guys too. i remember i was like hyping you up and i think uh i don't know if it was you or your brother like if you like sell uh, uh if you like uh like um uh oh god who was i thinking of so i wanted to say the chariot uh i want to say ed gein oh, dude yeah <laughs> uh and um oh what is it uh is it behold the thunder fuck the uh, why oh, am i blanking behold on the, the name thunder uh, uh, uh the fuck uh by um oh my by... god Ray hope yeah great Redneck hope yeah that that's exactly it. i was like if y'all like any of these bands great Redneck hope the chariot uh or like um even the locust oh, like yes, you're dude. all gonna you're you're gonna love cell damage i guarantee it and i think it was either you and your brother reached out to me and be like this is these are all bands i adore this is yes this is exactly what we're going for thank you so much so like yeah i i yeah i i <laughs> i know we're talking about the tattoos but like it's just all this streamline of, <laughs> of music that's just all interconnected that is just like 
I, I love talking about that stuff. And um, yeah, I'm like a huge dork for that, for that stuff. So yeah. Dude, dude. And all, like, first of all, like that was easily me because first of all, you, you named the chariot, which is the greatest band of all time. Then you named Ed Gein, one of the second, I have two Ed Gein tattoos. And then I have, you do not. Yeah, yeah, dude, I fucking, I love Ed Gein. Um, and then, um, and then when you like, and then you mentioned the locust, and then and then also redneck hope. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like all of those bands, like Loc- the locust, the chariot, and Ed Gein, like top like almost five bands ever. And then like like I love redneck, but like, dude, knowing that you said if you like are fans of that, you'll like my band. I was like, dude, what is wrong? Like this is sick, but like, dude, oh, I was blown away. That was so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I yeah I. I adore, like, you guys adore, like, the little, I don't know what is going to happen, like, post-COVID and all that, like, yeah. with the scene and all that. Um, I know, like, uh, Mathcore Index is holding strong. Yes. Um, and and kind of holding that that kind of sound together for the most part. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and helping that go through. But, like, um, whatever happens, like, you know, the end of this year into 2022, like, I would just, I just hope that, Cause I, you guys got a bass player, didn't you? Yep. Yeah, we did. <laughs> man, you guys are just you guys are just going for it. I love it. I'm I'm here for it, man. I love it. I love it. This whole podcast is gonna be me hyping you up the entire time. <laughs> just like gassing you guys. Like, so, hey y'all, just listen to Cell Damage, man. I'm here for them. They're so good. <laughs> dude, oh my god, dude, that's so like that makes me so, feel so like weird because like it's like. I've said it a million times and I'm like, I'm all, it's always weird when anything, anyone likes, like say like, Oh dude, your band's cool. I'm like, you're wrong. And because like, for the fact that like, why would anyone love something as much as I do? And it just, it's mind blowing. So dude, thank you. That is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> uh, what's, <laughs> I should ask you like, so what's the uh, what's the idea of uh, the podcast? We're just we're just doing it like, hey man, let's hang out, let's just talk about music. Yeah, or yeah. After, oh, solid. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> I'm here for it, dude. Yeah, heck yeah. Like honestly, like like I want to know like like about like Sacer and all this other stuff. Like I, I have like a bunch of questions written, but yeah, personally, like I just want it to be like like a ba- just a conversation and like if like. I it just it, I just want to like talk to people and like like become like friends with them basically because I've met you and I've talked to you multiple times but like I don't know who you are so like when I asked you like to come on I was like because I, I want to know who this person is and also seeing that you had the framed chariot shirt and the record like that you were stoked on like was like oh dude this guy's already my best friend so like why why haven't I talked to my best friend in a while you know what I mean Oh, I feel that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah dude. Like, I I, I don't know where exactly. Okay. So, uh, this is kind of what I'm doing on TikTok these days. Where I'm yeah. just, like, talking about, like, wild and crazy music. And, I, and I'm in this. It's, it's, it's getting really weird for me because, <laughs> uh, like, it's a new platform. Yeah. And... Um, but I use it to just talk about music yeah. uh, and um, people just like, you know, I, I'll, I'll make like uh, recommendations and, and now people are like, Hey, listen to my band. Hey, listen to my band. Hey, listen to my Like, okay, okay, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, sure. Sure. And, and so I'm like gathering a bunch of material, like, and I'm just like, Hey, if you like this band, this band, this band, you'll like 
this band. And that's kind of how I'm utilizing that platform now. Um, And so I'm just using it to engage like that. Uh, But I, I, I I bring it up because uh, there was a time where someone was asking questions, like general questions to like the, like the music nerds of TikTok, like, why do you like what you like or whatever? And I kind of go back, this kind of goes to like why I even like the chariot in the first place or whatever. Hell yeah. Um, it, it, It goes to like, uh so john zorn Mm -hmm. puts out naked city and uh for those of you who don't know like john zorn is a uh he's a saxophone player uh mostly on the jazz side also on uh, also like an avant-garde jazz um but he was this peculiar character who continued to show up at hardcore shows and he's like, why is everyone so angry? Why is everyone so upset? <laughs> What's going on here? But he loved the energy because he saw the he saw the engagement. Because he's like, well, this music is simple, but there's something going on with the music and the audience, the band and everybody like on the dance floor. And yeah. he was so enthusiastic about that. And so there, there was actually this recent article. Uh, I think it was twenty uh, last year. Uh, or maybe earlier this year, they're doing a retrospect on John Zorn, just talking about like um, his understanding of music and like his history. Like he, like he and Mike, Mike Patton, oh, yeah. get along so what? Like they're like they they're like this wild combination of of music nerds. Like I mean, Mike <laughs> Patton. I mean, Mike Patton is just like. I love Mike Patton because he hates on so much music and then people will come at him and just be like, Hey, I don't like what you said about my band or I, or, or yeah, prove it. And then he goes out and he proves it like every single time. <laughs> That's so, sick. so this whole, so this whole retrospect though, it was like, it starts off with talking about the, uh, uh, the drummer from Slayer and how hard it was for him to like, get into John Zorn's head about music and and uh and from there it just goes like because John Zorn's bands have played with like creator and like some wild um hardcore and metal bands and he just kind of grouped himself in this weird world of avant-garde jazz meets grindcore and that was Naked City. Naked City was this like you, you listen it, the the premise of the uh, of it is like here's like a, a jazz standard or here's like a theme song from a from a show that was popular in the 60s yeah and all of a sudden i don't know you hear wild blast beats with like static and guitar and the the saxophone is blasting so high, so high that you're wondering like is this an actual note or is this just <laughs> what is this noise <laughs> And I loved it. I was like enthusiastic about it. Uh, yeah. My buddy, my my bass player Rod, uh, I've known him since high school. He showed it to me, and I fell in love with it immediately. And it just kind of went from there. You know, I love Mastodon. I loved uh, Mars Volta. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I and I just I, I loved being that weird. Uh, I, I wanted more. I want so you know. So I'm like talking about these bands on TikTok, like The Armed or The Chariot. Um, like I, like these days they're kind of considered like uh hipster hardcore bands, but I'm like, I don't care. Like botch, <laughs> oh, like, <yeah. laughs> like, like I just, I, I love these bands. Um, because they did something like they, they're like, Oh, this is cool. I like what you're doing, you know, hardcore punk rock world, but I want to do this. Yeah. Yeah. 
and and, and that's kind of where like I start kind of flowing with that world. Like I, I I love that shit. I I live for that shit. I live for. I I don't want the normal. I want the question to the normal. Heck, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's amazing, dude. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm a nerd for this stuff. Like, it's I don't know how it's retained in my brain, <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude, like <laughs> that's so sad. So like, dude, oh man, that makes me so happy. Like, and especially like, again, another person pushing for the chariot is always like that's we we need more. You know what I mean? And like, oh yeah, and like I don't know, and like you, and like knowing that you go like very in depth, and also like you're like t- telling people like listen to bands and like there may be some bands that not many people listen to and like you're just like pushing them out there like that's fucking cool dude yeah i um it kind of got to a point like i don't i don't mean this as a flex i just didn't know that i would <laughs> in, I, I didn't know i would be in this like atmosphere this world um like post 2020 covid yeah. uh like world like uh there's um uh there's this band the lungs and they're on this record label called uh dune altar which by the way you should check them out do uh, uh dune altar produces some pretty avant-garde weird cool stuff oh sick uh and uh uh they also produce the lungs and the lungs is like i i guess you can say like 68 would be like in that world oh or... okay sick yeah, or like, um, or like Hot Snakes. If you're a fan of Hot Snakes, you might like them. Or there's a current band called, um, why am I blanking on the name right now? And I have the record right behind me, and I could just reach out and get up, but I'm, I'm too lazy. <laughs> um, uh, Lurk. Uh, there's a new hardcore band, Lurk, that kind of came out. Oh, okay. So if you like any of these bands, The Lungs is like kind of in that category um like punk rock meets rock uh and dune altar the i don't know who runs dune altar dms me and is like hey you seem to have your finger on the pulse of what's going on right now what's it the lung the lungs you know when eventually all the shows like start up like who do you imagine them with? Or like, what? and I kind of, dude. I was, I was like, well, I don't. I, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's sick. I, uh, I, that's, I, then that's what I mean. Like, I don't mean it as a flex. I mean, it's just like I don't. I, uh, here's some bands that you might consider, and wow. um, I don't know, like, yeah, because they're a local. They're like Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I figured like you know I, I helped them out as best as I can. So I don't I don't know like I I it I didn't recognize that I didn't know I would be here. I don't know like it kind of it, it there is some anxiety to it. I'm like oh no what do they expect of me? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know like I freak out about it sometimes. But okay cool here uh, here take these and and give it a shot. I, I don't know and. Um, uh, go with go with it so i don't know <laughs> hopefully dude, it works out for them dude no that that's amazing and also like to know that like dude someone ca- like a label came to you and said like yo dude like what are these what what, what who else dude that's fucking mind-blowing dude that's so sick like what like oh man i'm so stoked for you that is so cool and i don't i don't see that as like a flex like you like, like you're you're literally just being like oh shit uh well th- like dude i'm 
flex it up, dude. Like I'm that's fucking dope. <laughs> It's it's it, it, it's really weird. Uh, it's I don't I don't. Uh, it kind of comes with the territory of just being a nerd for the shit. Like <laughs> you just uh, you want to listen to music, and or for me at least, like yeah, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head earlier. Like I'm kind of just like I'm a uh, I dig deep for the stuff. Yeah. I'm like that's that's a cool album. So who like uh, uh, was like inspiration for this album? Like who who what, who was what was the band listening to at the time? Yeah, you know, like uh, yeah, dude, God, that is, <laughs> that is so sick, dude. Like and like that. See now, now that that easily like in my head transitions easily. But like, dude, like with you like doing all this music stuff, like. How did how did your band start? Like, is this your is Sacer your first band, or like, what made you want to start it? Just because, like, knowing that like you're this like 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 you said like a nerd for music, like, is that how you feel about your own band? Like, you're just trying to do something like avant garde and weird, and just like push the limits and and just like be a part of what like you want people to think that about you or like your band and stuff. Yeah, in a in a way, yeah, um, it like. Because, so I'll, I'll put it to you like this, because uh, uh, I don't know what the, like, sad to say, I don't know what the future of Sacer holds exactly oh, post-pandemic, wow. but yeah, yeah, it, it's it's a it's a thing right now, which we're still, like, in discussions about it. We, we, we can't tend to keep a drummer for the life of us, oh, um, uh, and uh, we were, like everybody else, in a band. Like we're prepping for an album and whatever, and then COVID happened, and then our drummer just kind of like, um, I mean, he's doing fine. He just kind of had to like address certain life stuff, and so he kind of just he's uh, he had to drop the band, which is fair. Also, his drum set got stolen too, which really oh, sucked. Fuck, what? Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's it's yeah. He's he kind of hit it hard a little bit, which. But we're all supportive of him, and he's um, he's. There's no bad feelings either way or either yeah. side. It's we wish him the best. He's uh, he's going through it right now, and, and and we're like, okay, cool. So we'll figure this out. Um, the, there's even a possibility of becoming a different band, but we're not even like sure of that yet. Um, we're still kind of talking about it. We're but we're all still kind of also like ga- gathering ourselves together, like you know, what are we going to do? What's going to happen? Because yeah. our guitarist is actually like currently, um, he's doing his own side project thing. He's very much into like the metal, um, uh, progressive metal world. Oh, wow. um, yeah, he's a very talented engineer and guitarist. And so, um, he's in this, he started his thing called Venom and Spirit. So, um, yeah, if you're like into progressive metal at all, uh, you should check him out. But like, uh, um, like the idea like Sacer has always been pushing the envelope and it could be best summarized in this way. One Friday night, we are all at different shows. Uh, my guitarist is at dream theater. My bass player is seeing Nick cave. Um, <laughs> and I'm seeing hot water music. Nice. <laughs> uh, so if that gives you any idea of what's going on in the band, that's exactly like we're all kind of we we honestly the thing that connected us was the chariot um and uh and converge and botch like these bands that were like pushing 
the envelope. Like they knew what they wanted, um, but they wanted to go a little bit further. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, and uh, you know, throwing in a little bit of a Dillinger escape plan. Yes. I've been more. I've been more on the uh, lately. I've been more on like the grindcore side of things. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, and uh, I mean, grindcore is like as easy as you can get. So, depending on who you're listening to, <laughs> like, if you're, like, if you're, like if you're listening to like I don't know, like Die Choking, um, that that's a band that's like goes hard. Yes. Or like or like early trap them. Yeah. Um, like holy shit, those guys like, wow. Uh, I, I love trap them. Um, and but we're also kind of like, hey, what if we throw in some like, oh, uh, who is it? Like cult leader, like late cult leader. The way their the the last album kind of came out, like it was slower. Yeah, and kind of like with the with the vibe of what Daughters was doing, you know, where yep. they're like slowing down. Like we kind of were digging that, and in COVID, like we wrote like two atmospheric black metal songs i don't know if they'll <laughs> no ever way. see the i don't know if they'll ever see the light of day but um that was just kind of what we were up to um but the way sacer exists is just like it's it's this no it's not my first band uh okay. funny enough uh we all played in a band earlier like years ago when i was in community college and and my uh uh my guitarist was still just in high school at like he was like in senior year and um my bass player was like i think in his sophomore year or junior year of college and so we're all just kind of like putting our shit together trying to figure out what we were going to do and so we were like this band called blackwater boogie division based off of blackwater um the um we're we're very leaning into the, like the political punk world. Oh, okay. Um, and our huge inspirations were like Husker Du, um, uh, the Minutemen, uh, also like Dead Kennedys, uh, and Crass. Like we were, so we weren't we weren't even we, even at that time. We're like we understand that you're doing the punk thing, but we also want to do. We don't want to do No Effects. We yeah. want to do Minutemen. Because we like Minutemen more. Yeah. Um, so, like, the funky punk stuff that, like, at that in that era, like, everybody respected that band because they were an SST band, but they were also part of the community, but they were totally doing something different. So even then, we were still kind of, like, trying to push the envelope a bit. Uh, and then uh, I ended up uh, going to college and very far away. I... I couldn't play guitar anymore because my hand was like seizing up a lot. Whoa. Um, yeah, it was getting really hard to play guitar. So I just dropped it. And then eventually the band, like, they were like, uh, uh, mm, uh, <laughs> why don't you go do something else? And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. And I did. <laughs> but I got so busy with college. I was like, okay, sure. I'll just like leave and, um, and went our separate ways. And I left for New York. And when I came back, uh i decided to go to grad school and i the th the thing is is that every single time that i'm doing something in my life i still am trying to figure out how can i get close to music yeah. so i so like it when i was in college i was with blackwater boogie division when i went to like a, like a, a grown-up boy college uh uh, I, w I went to Loyola Marymount. Loyola Marymount is known for having KXLU. 
the LA ending like uh, like V quote unquote uh, V with capital T H E like indie radio station uh, for Los Angeles uh, that like put Nirvana on the map oh, and what? like leave like they can't yeah they, that's like their claim to fame um, that they, they would like play a lot of Kexley is known for uh like having their their finger on the pulse of like the underground stuff which i would argue was probably like very much so with like during when the smell was incredibly popular yeah um and when fucked up was like ruling the world um and like bands like that so and cake so you introduced me to bands like um, the Meishi, Mika Miko, oh, wow. um, Defiance Ohio, uh, like all these, uh, all these kind of bands. And, and so, yeah, I was a DJ up there. So I was going to college, but I was a DJ up there and I'm just like listening to all these, all this stuff. And all, I, and like my whole thing from when I was a DJ, I like to play Gregorian chants and then splash in some like punk here and there <laughs> wow. or whatever like that. Cause it was easy to also do homework during those like 30 minutes of Gregorian chants. Or whatever. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, I was just, <laughs> Yeah, so, like, I'm just, like, trying to figure out, like, but it was, like, still avant-garde stuff, and, yeah. like, it should kind of tell you, like, I was listening to Bad Religion, and I wrestled a bear once nice. on PT. <laughs> so, like, that's that's kind of where I was, but I was, also, but the whole thing about KXLU is, like, ooh, if you're, if you want to be a DJ here, you gotta name, like, five goth bands, and five, <laughs> like, um, bands on this label, or what, so, it, you know, it was huge... <laughs> Like Burger Records was a huge, you know, was a huge part of that uh, scene. Um, I'm trying to figure out like other record labels. Uh, Matador Records was like really associated with that scene. Um, so it was all connected to the smell. And then when I like went to New York for a minute, um, I worked at a homeless youth shelter out there. I was going to concerts regularly. And every Saturday, I tried to. There was a show at the APC in El Rio. Rest oh, okay. in peace. It's not there anymore. But like that's like a well-established DIY spot in New York City. Um, it was like really big during the screamo uh, scrams days. Um, it I it was definitely a shell of its former self when I was seeing it. But it was still really cool to see it and be there. Yeah, and then when I, I came back to, yeah, yeah, and it's it it wasn't as great, but it was great enough um, yeah. <laughs> for me at least, because uh, I got you know I got a chance to see like dope bands for like five bucks. It, yeah. was, it was really cool because uh, I wasn't making a whole lot of money. And then KXLE or and not KXLE, and then I went back to I decided I'm like I'm gonna go to grad school and I, and I and I and I'm back and I'm reconnecting with my friends um, and uh, we're like hey let's start another band and for a minute there. We're gonna do pop punk because oh, at wow. that time, yes, I know. Because <laughs> at that time, um, like uh, man overboard, like the whole like sad boy pop punk thing was a thing. So man yeah. overboard, um, uh, oh god, uh, the story so far, you know, all those bands. And I'm so because I was also heavily into the chariot. Yeah, I was also heavily into Camadre, and I just like. I, 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 hey, they're on their final tour. We should at least go see 
you know, the chariot this one last time. So it was just me and my bass player. We saw them and we're like, that's it. Nope. We're not doing pop punk anymore. We're doing the chariot. Uh, and it just, and it just went from there. And I have to thank Dacer for like, if that band doesn't like, if it just goes by the wayside of history, because you know, such is life. Um, I have to thank my time in that band because it, introduced me to bands like yours to so many bands and such a broad music scene um that i got to you know participate in and that i participate in in a different way now um you know like talking about earlier like oh yeah you listen to this band listen to that band yeah 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 like that's kind of yeah so yeah that's how say sir just kind of just it's all part of this story of because my 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 bass player he's also like a huge influence on my my music taste because uh every other month or so he'd be like into something else all of a sudden i remember like in high school i'm like really into black sabbath but also gogo bordello and then he (laughs) introduces me to like angry samoans i'm like the fuck is this? And I'm like, oh, I guess this is cool or whatever. And all the cool kids listen like the casualties and exploited. <laughs> I'm like, well, I gotta listen to them now. Yeah. Uh, so and, and but yeah, like, uh, and then he introduced me to like Mastodon and um, you know bands like that and Behemoth. I'm like, oh hell yeah, dude, I like this stuff too. So he was always a heavy influence on my um, musical taste, and then I just kind of went from there. Um. Yeah, so Sacer just kind of is an amalgamation of, like, just, it's not only pushing the envelope, like, we always kind of made a point to, you know, like, just help out other bands, like, we're just this minute band, but just like, hey, that band is cool, that band is cool, all these bands are, like, we just really, really happy to be here, and we appreciate all of you. Thank you. That was, yeah. Dude, that, that yeah. that's such a good that, that's such a good reason to like be a part of a band. Like I've never like that seriously, that's such a I, I, I really like that. It's so like 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 it's like such like a heartwarming thing because like you're doing it for yes, you're having fun doing doing it, but like you're actually finding another way to like help everyone out. That's fucking dope, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's really like that's really why, yeah. Um, and like, even in quarantine, um, like I'm lucky enough to have a nine to five and make a decent income. I use a lot of that money to like buy merch, um, and support bands that, um, were like, not like, I guess we're either surviving or just floating at the moment. So I was like buying records and stuff. I buy your record. Like I bought some merch (laughs) from you guys too. Like. That's a dope ass record, by the way. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> uh, and I love the fact that the there's like, well, there's like thirty of this color, and then like <laughs> it's like sixty ish something of this color. So um, I guess because you because you had an intent on being like a specific color, and it's it sounded like well, um, uh, something else happened. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude so. that's sick like and and no and and what that's what's funny about that is that like it uh yeah like the the record plant said like yo like this was actually like kind of a hard color combination so like a lot of like some of them turned out like more orange so like 
when he first got him, I was like, oh, because like Riley and I are huge like variant collectors. Like we're we're really stupid. So like we have literally every color of every chariot record known to man oh, yeah. and it's it's dumb like our collection is like only the chariot in 68 we're just we're, we're just got josh scoggin fans but like uh yes but <laughs> as, like, as as we all should yeah exactly i feel like that should just be ingrained into the human like psyche but yes. like uh <laughs> but yeah like it was just like oh yeah uh oh let's just make it two different variants and like dude some people ended up buying like both variants i was like oh what the fuck this is cool <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, like that, that, that makes sense that, because that, that's kind of the, that's, that's a culture in of its own. Yes. Uh, like the whole variant vinyl culture. Like, I appreciate you guys for doing that. Um, like the, like having the cherry variants and 68 variants. I, rather than doing that, uh, I decided to basically own, to make it a thing to own, uh, almost everything that Justin Smith put his hands on. Um, so I have almost all of Graf Orlock's uh, Discog. Hell yeah. Uh, I have almost all of Dangers. No, I do have all of Dangers now at this point. Heck yeah. And I have almost all of Ghost Limbs. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so I'm like, I, I'm like a low-key, high-key fan of, of, of fanboy of Vitriol Records. Like, I just yeah. have like all of the and his new band i think uh sweat just put something out like so i'm like oh yeah i'll get that too that's that's yeah. mine now yeah yeah so like i just that's i get it i like that's my <laughs> that's my way of saying i get it or like um are, are you uh, are you guys fans of uh of uh infant island at all dude the the only reason i know of it because i saw like their their like variant that was like rainbow but it was just like fucking unbelievably beautiful and like i saw that and i was like oh but i listened to it like one song and it was fucking dope but i've never i haven't di- I've taken a dive into them yet but they that song sounded sick Se- uh i mean sepulcher is the album right now because i think they've gone through two or three no that's right they, they have three represses at this point that's right because i have wow. an orange third repress and it's specifically that album um like they just came out with an album last year i haven't heard it yet it they're a great band um and but like they know they're 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 in the same world they're in the same culture um they like variants and they're gonna buy this variant they're gonna buy that variant and then they're like hey we should just do that with our albums and first uh i'm basically just parroting uh one of (laughs) uh they were interviewed on this other podcast yeah uh and i'm just parroting everything that they said um (laughs) but they're like yeah our first like they're huge vinyl nerds and they just like decide hey uh uh, we're gonna press th- this uh, this many, and those sold out fast. Okay, we're gonna put second uh, press this many of uh, these colors, and it just kept going. And so they're they're a part of that culture. That culture's wild, man. Yeah, that culture's wild, <laughs> dude. It's <laughs> insane, man. Uh, wait. So, like, what? Uh, uh wait, did you guys get the recent uh, the chariot uh, represses too? Oh yeah, uh, literally every single one. Like Riley even has the long live test press out of five. 
get the heck out of here no way yeah dude like it, well because well technically there's like technically quote unquote two variants there are two unsigned and three signed he has one of the signed ones damn yeah and and also riley bought uh, there was a stage box that they used through, I think, the fiance and uh, and long live that they that they uh, some guy bought like had it and he sold it on eBay. So Riley bought it and like he he has all the pieces except for one that he gave to me. So we even have the stage box. We have the hot sauce. We have every color of uh, of wars press signed like we have almost one of every signed one we have every like unsung like literally anything you can think of we have <laughs> that's wild yeah we're oh dumb God. dude like i even have a mini, no. a mini dv tape that they have of one song with uh with like a me without you like you if you uh, you could plug it into like a dv camera and like watch like i think live footage of them but like yeah dude we have we like we love the chariot more than anything and so anything we can find we buy that's dope i i have a high appreciation for that i really do <laughs> cool. no i, I do because I'm, I'm i'm just like i i get it like i'm a collector of things yeah and um like the pandemic like i was like well i guess i'm a record collector now <laughs> uh and so like i'm just like just buying up some records here and there um and like i i, I find myself uh you know, it was interesting uh, for me. I joined uh, a The Chariot uh, Facebook fan group. It was a really small group. Um, but uh, I, I was, like, introducing myself. And I had the Long Live hoodie, the one where the city, the lyrics oh, of the city yep. are on the back. Yep. And, they're, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, here's here's my hoodie. And uh, here's, my long here's my copy of Long Live, one of a thousand. And they're like, oh, my God, that hoodie. I'm like, what like that that hoodie <laughs> they were obsessed with this hoodie bro like i was like what what are you okay okay like i i but i get it i get it like um that's kind of what i that's where i am right now with the armed oh um, nice. and they're so i only bought it was the first time ever i'm like i think i'm gonna buy multiple copies yeah. of an album and the re the recent album uh ultra pop I bought two variants and uh but I'm like okay I'm going to buy the shirt too and um I'm going to buy this and I bought like two copies of their interview in uh New Noise one to read and then the other one so that I could frame it Hell yeah. Uh, and yeah so it's just like it's it, I I get it I feel I am um I have a, I actually have a the armed uh variant uh story um oh, so 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 okay so sergeant house did a raffle like a lot of a lot of places did uh raffles you know throughout the pandemic for various reasons and um i put not too much money but a bit into <laughs> yeah. um these into a raffle for these 45s by um the armed and it's uh I believe it's. I have to double check. I think it's Common Enemies. Um, wait, bear with me. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. Hey, how's it going? Uh, uh, yes, Common Enemies. Okay, so 
which technically isn't their first um, thing they ever released, but it's the only thing that they can legally uh, put out at this point. Um, so Common Enemies was only... It's a four songs EP. It was produced on um, clear orange vinyl, uh, and they're forty fives. Oh, cool. uh, and it was only uh, there was only two hundred press. They're never going to be pressed. Heck yeah! They were small at the time as a band. They were like no nothings. Yeah. Um, no one really like was talking about the arm to really like felt the need to talk. Like they were relatively known in their scene that's about it so the armed now are like they have a cult following uh they're they're like being interviewed by various magazines now like okay like the lore of the armed is very intriguing and very interesting to look into if anybody's interested in looking into that it gets weird it gets weird like andrew wk gets involved at a certain point but that's only a theory like it's weird uh, <laughs> like no one like it's all lore based on who's actually in the band that's not the point the point is like i have this 45 it's only one of 200 i actually won two of them on what? the sergeant house raffle Dude. yeah yeah so it was dope and i gave one to my bass player i said don't ever sell this ever trust me <laughs> uh, and i was like all right all right um and uh I decided to put it on my discogs uh, just to kind of be just to kind of have like an inventory like somewhere. Yeah, of course. People started reaching out to me. It's not for sale. I didn't put for sale. I just said it's on. It's just I have it. Yeah. And people started reaching out to me like, hey, are you looking to sell that thing? No. No way. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm very sure. <laughs> I, I'm not. I have to take it down because that because that's like this is that culture, man. But like they they everyone wants to collect it all like i and i i get it um it's it's there are i only know myself and one other person that have that in their collection um and i remember when i posted it and there's a, a common enemies facebook group for the armed um that's what it's called common enemies and okay. i showed off my my two and one guy is like, "Hey, so you selling the other?" I'm like, "Sorry, I gave the other one away." Yeah. <laughs> uh, Damn. I will, yeah, like it. It just it. It that's that's the that's the culture of it all. The 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 rare. It's the hunt. Yeah, um, dude, it's fun. It really is. It's some. It's I. I don't. Yeah. It's it's an obsession. It's it's like Pokemon, man. We're, yeah. We're in, like I want to catch them all. <laughs> I do, dude. That's... I do. Dude, that's that's sick, dude. Like I remember having to do that for an Ed Gein record. Like it took me forever. Like and and I eventually got every pressing they have and it, I was super stoked on it. And I even messaged the label and got two different test presses from them. And it was it was fucking sick, dude. And yeah, dude, like I I the like the hunt for it is one of the most fun parts about it and yes it can be like aggravating like dealing with people that won't reply to you for like two to three months because they don't they forget that they have it on there or something like that but like once you get it it's so worth it totally yeah oh yeah totally yeah i uh, i i'll i'll i've kind of like stepped back a little bit from it because it it was getting a little uh obscene for me at least like i'm like (laughs) I I really gotta stop spending money. Yeah. I I really gotta 
Uh, I got to be conscious. Like uh, my car is falling apart. I eventually want to move out of my current living situation. And uh, like, it's not bad. Everything I'm functioning. I'm yeah. fine. I'm, I'm doing well. Um, but I'm like, I, 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 uh, I, I should take better care of myself. Or, <laughs> Instead of having nothing but wax. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, at least I have my wax. At least yeah. My wax loves me. <laughs> You know, like I don't have a, a, I'm not in a relationship or anything. My band, uh, we don't know where it's going. At least, at least I have my wax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's all you need, man. That's honestly all you need. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude. Um, dude. And the, okay. Well then like, like what? Okay. So then. I, what I what I wanted to know is like, what were you going to like New York for? Like, you brought up that you went to New York for like for college. What were you going there for? So, um, I I don't typically talk about it. Oh, uh, if you don't want but, to do totally. It's it's all good, man. Well, no, no, no I don't. I don't mind like you know, like indulging just a little bit. Like, so I I studied like um, religion in oh, college. Okay. I was I was I, I was raised Catholic. Um, and I was like really intrigued by religion, uh, and like so I studied Buddhism and Islam, and I was oh, like wow. heavy into the world world religions. Um, I was lucky enough in grad school that uh, one of my professors allowed me to give a lecture on um, Hinduism and hardcore. So I basically talked about like shelter um, and uh, one hundred and eight. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was really cool. She she really appreciated that. Oh, um, yeah. And there were actually some kids that were intrigued and decided to write their final papers on it. So I'm like, what? cool, man. Dude. Yeah. So, yeah. So I like, yeah, I liked doing that. And like, I know this, this also kind of is why like, I like the chariot a little bit because um, it felt like, because I know they're like low key, like, I don't know what they were. Like they had like low key Christian values or whatever. Oh, yeah, like, they all they did, were, definitely, yeah. Yeah, they were like hush hush kind of about it, and I appreciated that because they were like, uh, unlike say early under oath, they were just kind of like, well, yeah, like I woke up, I did my prayers, now I'm gonna go play this hardcore show. Like they're not looking to like change anybody or anything. It's just like this yeah. is just who they are. Yeah, and I'm like. I like that. I I like that a lot because I'm not looking to push anything on anybody. I'm just looking to have a good time and and listen and connect and and be in a dope music scene with dope people. Like yeah. that's it. That's all. That's what I'm looking to do. And uh, I identified with that um, a lot. Like there was also um, this old book. Well, not old. Well, like I think it was like produced in like 2006 maybe okay. 2005 uh it's called taqua cores t-a-q-w-a-c-o-r-e-s and it was about a fictional muslim punk um uh, uh world like scene and that took place in chicago oh whoa. um and all the characters like were a specific type of um I guess you can say a specific type uh, uh, of like punk, you could say. So there was a, a rude boy type uh, Muslim character. Uh, there was a crust punk type Muslim character. There, um, there was a riot girl uh, type. Uh, so they they all kind of were representations of what 
they're seen, valued, and peered, um, and while also being an analogy for the multiplicities of Islam as a whole. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, and, and um, it's definitely got a little bit of um, some criticism uh, uh, from like bands like Haram. Uh, Haram is a like a I guess you can say like a Arabic centric style. I, I might I could be fucking this up, um, but like uh, Haram uh, is definitely like this this crust punk band. Uh, that has, uh, I believe, Middle Eastern um, people and non-binary as well, I believe. Uh, very culturally specific to what you would imagine in the Muslim world, but not that. Okay. And he uh, or they were very critical of that book because it was written by uh, Michael Muhammad Knight, a convert of Islam, um, in his youthful days, he wrote this book because he was trying to understand it, and this was the best way to understand his conversion experience. But, like, it, they're valid criticisms because it's basically a white guy enabling voices to, uh, or creating what he assume are these voices of brown people. Uh, so it's a valid, criti it's a valid criticism, yeah. for sure. Uh, but I gravitated towards that because, again, I just felt like, well, uh, I, I just, I was raised this way. And, but I'm listening to all this punk and hardcore, and then I got Shelter and One Awake going on, and then I found The Chariot, and I felt like, okay, this is just this weird world that I'm just going to belong in. So I studied religion when I came and went to New York, because uh, I went to Loyola Marymount. Loyola Marymount is very geared towards social justice. Oh, okay. Um, very social justice oriented, and I love that. It's ingrained in my like my by everything to this day, like, you know, help out wherever you can, whenever you can, um, uh, be of service to others. And, uh, it's just ingrained in like who I am as a person. Okay. And, uh, and I, and I, I, uh, found myself in New York working at a homeless youth shelter, uh, for a whole year. So I just gave my, my time and, talents or whatever you can say to um help out at the sh shelter it was really rough like uh i would i would never wish that experience on anyone both as being a volunteer or, or you know being someone Damn. at the between the ages of like 16 and 22 i met I, I i you never lived until you had a conversation with um someone who's schizophrenic uh and within the matter of uh, 30 minutes, have three different conversations with three different people, but those three different people are actually one person. Whoa. It's, it was an intense environment. And I, and I, like, I lost a lot of patience because I just, I, I tried to have empathy for these kids, but it's, it was rough, dude. It was rough. And, and the way the, the, I hope I didn't say their name. Uh, I didn't. No, uh, you didn't know. Uh, the, <laughs> the way, the way that nonprofit functions, is kind of sketchy too. I wasn't a huge fan of it, and um, a lot of these nonprofits function as like they the way they talk about um, uh, you know the unhoused and homeless and, and and people who are you know just trying to get by. They, they call them clients, and I'm like, well, I, mm, the thing about a client is that like 
there is a monetary exchange, but there's no monetary exchange when someone is struggling to just get by. Yeah. And, and so I was, I was very critical of that. And it was, um, I'm glad I'm not there anymore. Uh, and recognize like, you know, you could just do it. You yeah. could just like freeze a bunch of water bottles in the California heat. Uh, cause I have those resources just handed out to anybody who's like, just, you know, looking to just get some water. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like it, you don't have to fall into an organization to do that. Yeah, that, yeah exactly. That's true. <laughs> so that's how I, yeah, that's how I ended up in New York. Um, and then, yeah, like it was, it was a time, um, my graduate thesis when I came back was actually on, um, was on Islam um, uh, and hip hop and rap music because wow. that played a that played a huge part in um, the rap scene in um, more like the late eighties and early nineties. Yeah, and a lot of interesting language choices were made based on like certain influences from the Nation of Islam. So yeah, that yeah yeah it's all. It's all, it's all, it's all, it all comes together, man. It all like, uh, I'm never, I don't like kind of like how I started this. I'm like, ah, that's cool. There's normal going on over there. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to go over here and go to wherever the, what the question is to the normal, you know, like I want, I like the abnormal. I like the weird, you know, I've always been like that. I love hanging out with like, uh, cool goth kids were really in art i'm like too and i'm like too energetic for them but they somehow like me <laughs> like <laughs> they're like yeah he's I mean, fine <laughs> fine he buys our art so we like him yeah <laughs> so, yeah that's a yeah that's like i feel <laughs> i feel like i'm just like telling you my life story like that's like, sick um, dude no that's dope i love that yeah okay yeah. <laughs> a little subconscious about it oh dude no don't uh, to me like i like again like i wanted to have you on here to talk about you i want to know who you are like this is perfect like dude like tell me the first thing you remember like like everything i don't give a <laughs> shit this is this is sick dude and also like to have to i've never talked to anyone that has gone like this in depth on like different like religions and like how you like how you like like wrote a thesis about like islam within the like hip-hop and like rap it's like what the fuck like i would have never thought about that ever like like communicating together and like it just it's really sick dude like and like i, I just love how everything that you're doing is like basically always related back to music and it's it, it, it's so fucking cool dude so yeah dude i everything you've told me is fucking dope Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I, it's, you know, back to the vinyl, back to just, you know, the chariot and all that. Like, it's this, it's this obsession. Like, yes, I, a buddy of mine is really in Devo. Um, oh, okay. And he's, he's seen them a lot. And he's got like, you know, certain things here and there throughout his house like rare collectibles of Devo. And if you want an interesting history of just a band, like Devo is your band. Like I always wondered like why, like a guy like Henry Rollins was pictured with having a Devo shirt. 
And then I got into Devo and I'm like, uh, oh, this explains it because they were DIY as fuck. Oh, no um, they like the cool, like, so when MTV first started, they were struggling to get content on there to get like music videos. And Devo had already, because they were a bunch of AV kids. Oh, um, they were a bunch of art school AV kids that started a band and they made music videos kind of like it, like, you know, like, well, I was going to say, you know, like Guar, but no, actually Guar was copying them. Uh, <laughs> and so cool. yeah. And, and so they just like already had a bunch of these music videos and those music videos got constant play on MTV because MTV just needed a constant flow of material. Yeah. And that's what propelled Devo to the legendary status that they are at today. Oh, wow. Um, as like these audiovisual nerds that like made me like they made music videos. They uh, made their own costumes. Uh, they made their own characters and it was all revolving around like weird, wild stories. And these guys were just DIY as 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 you can get for their time. And that's why they're that's why they're so well respected in the early punk scene. Uh, and it gets lost because like I mean they're like legends at this point. Like Mark, uh, what is it? Mark's mother's bar. Like that guy, whatever he touches is you know it's like uh, damn, that's a good song. And now it's like on a TV show or yep. something like that. Like. <laughs> Like, he, that's that's the status that he has. But, like, back in the day, like, they were know-nothings, and they were well-respected for the know-nothings that they were because of the amount of energy that they put into the show, you know? the the And, and that's... And I, I, uh, I bring him up because, like, my friend is just obsessed with that history. Like, it's not just about the band itself. It's like, how did they... How did Devo become Devo? Well, here's how, and it's it's that um, uh, it, brilliant obsession that uh, uh, and that uh, addiction uh, uh, to like the history of it all that kind of brings out the story. You know, people like a story. Yeah. They want to know. They they like it's that. You know, that's cool. I like that thing. But why? Yep. Like, why is you know uh, why is that thing the thing? You know. Yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I just, it, it, yeah, it always comes back to music. Like, uh, I, there's this question right now that's been rocking my head for a minute. And, like, if you and I, it, someone had asked on TikTok uh, the other day, like, um, what's a band that you like that if another person likes that band we are the same yeah, and yeah. for her it was unwound i'm like hmm i wonder what that band is and i think i now have an idea i think it's gonna be the chariot um i think it's gonna have to be the chariot because i can't imagine another band dude yes <laughs> that's <yeah. laughs> that that's that, that is the correct answer like I, I didn't even know it and i already knew it was the correct answer dude like that's fucking cool yeah yeah it's a, it always comes back it's like full circle man yeah <laughs> it's like full circle uh and all these rumors that the cherry might come back too which is probably never gonna happen uh dude i didn't even know there were rumors like uh like did you okay 
were you were you were probably i don't know if you saw it but you know when like furnace fest was first announced and like someone put up a fake the chariot was playing it like that's what i'm talking about yeah dude i've like i'm not kidding like I don't, I don't, I don't really go to shows unless I'm playing them just because I'm like, I, I'm like basically like, like I, if, 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 if I was like to be like categorized as a human, they'd probably think I'm like an 80 year old dude that says, get off my lawn because I just don't like talking or like, or like, I just don't like human interaction <laughs> most of the time. And like, and then like when I saw that, I literally was about to buy three plane tickets and three tickets for like Riley, Danny and I to fly there just because like, and I've never flown on a plane, but if the chariot was getting back together, I was going to do it. And then someone said like, yo, this is fake. And even Josh Goggins said, yeah, like he said, yeah, we're not playing. And I was like, Oh fuck. I almost spent like 500 plus dollars on just to go see this one band in like wherever the fuck that place is. I yeah, dude. I, I when I heard about it, I was like, "Get the no way!" Uh, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta jump on this. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, and that's 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 why I was the, like the rumor or whatever. Of course, it wasn't true. Yeah, but uh, I mean, God, dude, I I don't know if they'll ever do it. I doubt it only because like those guys, because it wasn't just about. It's kind of like what cell damage does or it is what cell damage does it's like the 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 sheer intense energy that you get um it that puts a toll on the body dude and those <laughs> guys are well i mean you you see stevis and 333 just like standing on top of a like a, a rafter at, <laughs> yep. a, at, a, at a festival or whatever like that so like well he still has it in him yep <laughs> So, and then Josh Goggin in 68 is like, well, um, I think I'm just going to hop on the drum set. That's yep. what I'll do. Like, <laughs> he's like careful about it these days. So, I don't, but like, I don't, I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody's like looking to, uh, I follow all these guys on Instagram too. I'm way too like invested in their lives. Oh, same here, dude. Uh, I <laughs> like, uh, what is it? uh, their old drummer is in the threats now. Oh yep. um, yeah. Yeah. I like that band a lot. Yes. Yeah, I really like that band a lot. They're amazing, dude. Like I had Brian on from like the Chariots Wars era and uh and he's the vocalist of the threats and like dude Get out of here. Dude, yeah, he's and he was such a fucking cool dude. And also like I got uh I got I, I got uh in I, I got in contact with uh uh the, the drummer steven uh not steven what no david uh david yeah, kennedy? yeah 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 david kennedy and like i got in contact with him and i just need to follow up with him to get him on the podcast too dude like i it's it's unreal to know that i've talked to someone from the chariot and like he was really fucking cool and it was just it was just fucking dope dude yeah so like i know like yeah the, and going back to the threats the threats are fucking sick and i can't wait till their next stuff comes out Seriously, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I really like, uh, I really like that sound. I really like what they were going for. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they come up with next. Yeah. Um, and I just, yeah, like I love the fact that they all still have managed to do, you know, the next thing. Whatever yep. they're. I think the only one is uh, that's actually the most surprising to me is a uh, wolf. Yeah. Uh, he just like went like I'm normal now. Yep. Uh, 
I'm married, and I think he's coming up with a kid. I talk about him like as though like, oh yeah, he's my next door neighbor. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah well, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this is like they're probably their craziest member, hands uh, down. Member, hands down. Yeah, like, and he just just went like, I don't think I can do that anymore, and he's like, com- <laughs> just completely like done and uh yeah i but i i i yeah i i would love to see the cherry come together but i don't think it'll happen just because uh yeah it just takes too much man it takes it, it takes a lot on the body i i mean i see you guys like in your like some of the shows that you play like play a fucking closet or like the a, 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 a tiniest ass room and it's like damn you guys go all out i love i love it that's why i love it i like that that's the energy that's 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 uh uh that's the spirit you know uh, of like bands like the cherry like moving forward and and evolving in other bands heck yeah dude th- like Holy fuck, thank you. Like, that's so sick. Like, that's... Yeah, like, if anyone ever asks, like, yeah, that's... We're a straight... Like, we're, like we don't write like the Chariot, but we want to rip off the Chariot 100%. Like, I will always say that. Like, they are the greatest band to have, have ever existed and still, like, to this day is the greatest band. And, like, dude, just, yeah, play... I do, oh, man, you're just, like, making me feel like I'm, like, someone, dude. This is fucking dope. <laughs> you, you are, though. To me, to me... <laughs> To me, you are like, like that's <laughs> see, that's the thing about being in a scene. Uh, uh, like for those who, because okay, I'll, I'll, um, I'm I'm gonna be going to Riot Fest this year, and I okay. can see like, okay, so uh, Devo is playing cool, and like, oh, like Faith No More, oh my God, like these are. Uh, amazing bands but like at the end of the day like i can't wait to um go see you know cell damage again i don't know what's gonna happen with ursula but like uh i I, i'm looking forward to seeing ursula sometime you know future or like uh arson choir or um like one of these days i really do want to see steak socks mustache one of those guys coming again uh like Every single time, just like damn, these guys are great. Like this is the this is a great time. Uh, <laughs> or like I got lucky enough to play. Uh, Say, got to play a show. This, uh, I don't know if you know them. Uh, Pound from uh, Seattle, Washington. Oh yeah, and I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. Okay, like it's not the show. It's, uh, it's uh, those guys. They don't even name their songs. They name their songs like XX division sign dollar sign whatever <laughs> like and, and when they're talking to each other they know exactly what song they're gonna play but each song sounds like um uh like a uh like a, a mathematical a, a mathematical equation about to just like implode on itself <laughs> Sick. Uh, but but there's no there's no vocals or anything it's just like the biggest damn drum that you could find uh and then uh, uh, i think his guitar is like i think it's a uh, baritone oh nice whatever so it's like nine or ten uh strings order so he's just doing the wild most wildest riffs um and yeah so like i got lucky enough to play with them and 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 uh i just look forward to seeing a band like that um the guys from like or I, i'm sorry I shouldn't, uh uh 
the the people from uh, 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 what is it Hopscotch Battle Scars reached out to me and they were like, hey, can you talk about our band? I well, or like, hey, can you listen to our band? I'm like, I'll listen. I'll talk about your band on my TikTok and. They're they're great. I don't know if you've heard of them. If you like the chariot, you're gonna love hopscotch, battle scars. I guarantee it. Like if you like uh, steak sauce mustache, you're gonna like hopscotch battle scars. Oh, like, sick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like just like I, I I that's the thing about being in a scene. It's like uh I love gassing people up, um, but you're also just one of us like you're we're all together like we're all just like like just hanging out and we get to see like there's there's no pedestals there's no heroes it's just us and and like this is what we're gonna do i'm like okay cool like go do that i can't wait to see it cool okay what are you guys doing uh we're gonna go do this oh awesome okay well we'll see it and and it just it's just friends hanging out with friends and, and sharing like this is this is our uh this is what we decided to do with our guitar. Um, we decided to like uh, throw it through an amp, um, <laughs> and, and and then like take a lamp and like just grind it up and down the strings for like thirty seconds. What do you guys think? I love it. Do that. Keep doing that. Record that. I'm surprised we're not recording that right now. I know, right? Like I just love. I just that's that's what I love. I love that stuff. Dude, I was about to say the exact same thing. It's like I can't believe we're not recording that right now. <laughs> Dude, that is so fucking cool. Dude, that's so sick. And like, yeah, like that's exactly what it should be. Is like, like it's just a community, dude. And it's just like, I, I, dude, you said it perfectly. I can't even, I can't even like begin to try and like reword it. That was perfect, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that that dude that that is so dope, dude. Like, dude, and like, okay. So I have three more questions, and this first one I thought of like right off the bat, just because you're like you're a huge, uh, huge the Chariot fan. But like, which one? What is your favorite album, and then your favorite song by them? Okay, um, song is easy. It's the city. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, it and I remember the day when my friends gave me long live uh, for my birthday because I wasn't expecting it. Oh, no um, way. Yeah, so they gave it to me as a birthday gift, uh, and it was dope. And, and I remember playing it on my record player, and I got to the city, and I started crying. What? No way. Just, yeah, really. Heck yeah, because yeah, I was like, this, mm, like, this is it. This is, it got, I don't know, it just pulled something out of me. Hell yeah. Um. And it's a honestly, it's a fight between uh, One Wing and Long Live. And the reason why is, I mean, for Long Live, everything about it is it like the 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 song the song names, uh, the songs like the bound like. You know, you go into Calvin McKenzie into the, I think into the city, and then the Earth, and and all like the, like all those songs are just so amazing. Yep. But, dude, like, there's something about One Wing. Uh, there's not a whole lot of bands out there that write a great album that tells you specifically we're done. Yeah. We're saying goodbye now. 
And that album is such a goodbye. Yeah. Um, in the most heartfelt way. Like it like and to end it off with like there is never gonna be a band that is going to be able to pull off that full speech uh from the dictator. Like there's there's never uh, uh Charlie Chaplin just being like uh like at the end, just like giving his whole thing. And I'm like, this is perfect. Yep. This is brilliant. Who who how, the chariot, that's it. That that's all that there's never gonna be another band that can pull that off. They can try. Yep. Like I know I know three 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 uh did it at a live show. I saw it and I'm like, that's cool. Sorry guys. Uh it's 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 gonna be the chariot though. It's yeah. gonna be the chariot for me. <laughs> um I appreciate it. I know all of you are connected to that band, um, but no, I'm sorry. It's 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 the chariot. Yep. Uh, that's my answer. <laughs> I, can't, I can't give you a. I can't give you a one, man. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I, I t- trust me. I totally know what you mean. Like uh, their discography is perfect, and like to to even like try and choose is is usually very hard. And and also knowing that, like, I like trust me. Like, I I I love hearing that, like the city invoked like it like pulled that out of you that's fucking sick dude like i i i'm i love that and like and also to like like i'm glad like you even expressed it dude like that's fucking sick and like not a lot of people would have and that's fucking like like honorable in my eyes and like it's fucking sick dude and that band it was just perfect and i i'm right there with you dude <laughs> i appreciate it yeah yeah dude dude and then okay so i got two more this this last one is like a like a weird one but i i like to ask everyone so if your band was a tv show what show would it be oh man seinfeld (laughs) yeah (laughs) and and i say that lovingly because everything up like i'm not as big of a seinfeld fan as the other guys are (laughs) (laughs) but there's just like the dry wit of the band like our bass player rod just like he's just so he's so funny but it's deadpan i don't know how like i i think about him sometimes like when it like the jokes that he makes and it's just so deadpan i'm like it's hilarious and it and uh where uh, as i am like kind of more of like just like a goofball <laughs> and <laughs> and um brian he brian's actually uh, our guitarist is uh he's actually an engineer and so he thinks mathematically and critically uh and so sometimes when i use sarcasm he doesn't understand that i'm using sarcasm and and, and it kind of like uh it, it'll go over his head and i'm like Ryan, I'm using sarcasm. Oh, well, then why didn't you just say that? Like, uh, you're, yeah, you're right. So, like, we're all like these individual characters in a, in a sitcom, and it's yeah, it's like the wild name because we'll talk about like a date or we'll talk about like bands or stuff like that, and but it's very Seinfeld. There's no point, not but for some reason we're here and it's. Fun. Dude, I love that. That's such a good explanation, man. <laughs> oh my god, dude. That no, that that dude, that that's perfect. <laughs> I appreciate. Dude, that. dude and that na- and then and now 
Like uh, the last one, what I always like to, I, I like to end on it, but like, so what has been the best show you have ever played? And then what has been the worst show you have ever played? But end on the worst show. I, wa- I want to hear the best one first. Okay, so the best one, I think, um, God, you know, there was this, so when we were still starting out, um, there's a few, there's a few, but I want to give a shout out to, uh, uh, playing Tone's house. Oh man. <laughs> and we played with the May runners, like their last show. I, uh, but then there was that other show when, uh, Bonner house was still around. Uh, damn. I'm going to go with May runners final show. I believe, uh, it was a May Runner show. I know that. Uh, I think it was one at Tone's house, like one of our very few mosh pits that we ever got. Oh, um, okay. uh, where like just there was an energy in the room, and we just kept going, and it was it was just I don't know because because we sounded more like Botch back in the day, where it was just kind of like it wasn't it, it wasn't like fast and heavy. It was it was heavy. It was just kind of like on the slower part, but like a lot of mathematical things going on heck yeah that's yeah so yeah so and i remember playing that like and it was at tone's house um that that doesn't exist anymore it's played in that living room we played several of those shows but it was just that one time because i remember and and it's you know about the scene about being a part of the scene where uh the may runners play this one song um Home is where I'm heartless, and uh, they're like, I'm just kind of standing there, and they know I love that song, and because uh, it's th- it's them playing at that point. We had just opened up for them or played uh, like right before them, and then they play, and then their guitarist uh, Mike takes the mic, pushes it aside, points to me, and says, "Get up here!" And I started singing with them, and then the group starts getting together, and we start singing with them, and it was like just this energy in the room that just like, dude, I like that's that like that's what I live for. That just that like little single instance where we're just all in in that one moment where that one lyric resonates with all of us, and yeah, like that that was that was probably our best show. Damn, dude! Oh, that's so, dude. That's just so cool. I like, and especially oh. Dude, I'm stoked. That is such a cool story. That was, it was a good time. But you want the bad one? Yeah. Ah, man, that, this, this is our favorite story. This is Sace's favorite story to tell. So, <laughs> Hell yeah. This one, so, okay, so <laughs> we uh, we uh, get asked to play Lancaster a lot. Okay. Um, sh- shout out to Carlos. Shout out to Burger Wolf. Hell yeah. Um, He's the best. We love you. Dude, he ugh, love that dude. Um, he he helps us out like in a in a in a bind all the time, and we just love playing. Um, so we get out there, we play. Uh, uh, but it's not a Burger Wolf show. We got asked to play with you know through someone else, um, and uh, it's at this bunker. What? Uh, in the like off of A B C D of G H J K L M N O. Maybe it was L off the exit. Uh, well, it's near the prison out that way. It, like the prison is right down the street. There's a bunker and then oh, there's a shit. prison right no down way. the street. Yeah, dude. Uh, and 
like we're told like okay we're gonna go on at this time we kept getting pushed back we kept getting pushed back we're just like hanging out and all these bands are playing and we're just kind of like chilling like you know biding our time kind of just like whatever um and uh eventually we get to play but we don't get to play until like 2 a.m in the fucking morning oh my god and, and there was like maybe 10 people left for this show um and but we're i was because of who i am as a person i'm like no no no. we stayed this long we came out this far we're gonna play a damn show and we played our worst um <laughs> because we didn't care yeah. at that point <laughs> and we basically played as though we were the chariot in the sense that we like we were just everywhere like That's just sick just throwing guitars basses left and right i was hitting the wall i was jumping up and down around the wall the people were just like holy shit who is this band the, the people that stuck around um and uh like that was a wild show because fairly certain nazis lived there there were people that like smoked cigarettes and like stabbed each other in the mosh pit and things what? like that yeah it was a wild show but what <laughs> how we how we ended off is we end up like it was tradition, like, we go eat at a Denny's or an IHOP after a show, and so there was, like, the only place that was open was this Denny's, and we, uh, we are, we're leaving the Denny's, and we're just minding our own business, trying to get out there, and there was this homeless dude that just, like, wasn't having it, and he's asking us for, like, some change or whatever, and, like, I didn't have anything else, and I gave him my food, and, um, uh, he starts eating at it, and this other homeless dude comes up to him. He goes, "Yo, I want your food. Like, you can have my food. This is my food." And they start going back and forth. Guy picks up a brick, throws it down on the floor to threaten not at him, but like throws it at the floor, and it shatters. And they start punching each other, and, move, and, and we're just like, uh, uh, "Um, we gotta get the hell out of here," because <laughs> the fight was happening literally up from us. So here we are. Dude. I gave him the food, and then out of nowhere, they start fighting. So. We had just had a night where pretty sure Nazis were around. It was down the street from a prison. We didn't get a play until 2 a.m. <laughs> um, and then a fight is breaking out right next to us. And um, we're like, let's go home. We're done. It's like, what? It's already going to be four. Like, we got to go home. This is stupid. Great night. <laughs> that is Great terrible, night. dude. <laughs> Oh my god, dude, you got Nazis bum fights and like dude, you got you got like the whole internet like experience, yeah. dude. God <laughs> Dude Dude, that's unreal. Oh my god, that's that's a great story. I love that one, man. It's our favorite story to tell. Uh I, I feel like I missed some parts. Uh, uh I know my bass player rock would like embellish a few parts but it's a good embellishment <laughs> dude dude well like see like this is exactly what i wanted like, like dude seriously like thank you for like coming on and even wanting to come on this is this is, this was this has been fucking awesome man i appreciate you asking me i was really looking forward to it it really got it really got me excited and thank you for having me on i appreciate it yeah dude. oh dude sick okay well dude i'm gonna uh i'm gonna say like a fake goodbye and then i'm gonna uh and i'm gonna talk to you right after i end it solid all oh. right well then dude i will talk to you later talk to you later man <laughs> bye. take care bye man 
that episode's over and uh, dang it but but uh, seriously i mean seriously that is, that is a bummer that it's over because i had such a good time talking with ray like it was it was amazing and also i gotta mention first and foremost that he was a huge chair the chariot fan and oh man just to be able to talk to someone else about the chariot is always a great treat because i talked to riley danny and now Ray, there you go. And and like I have some other people, but those are like now the main people. But seriously, I, I had so much fun. And also like Ray, like knowing that you were like opening up about like everything and like hearing about like your thesis from like New York and all this other stuff. It's it was very like eye opening and very like ah, man, it just felt good to hear. I I like I love I love hearing that type of stuff. So. I'm just glad you were open to talk about that, and most importantly, the chariot. There we go. That's all. That's 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 the best part. But like seriously, Ray, thank you so much for coming on. I had so much fun, and I hope. Hey, guess what? You out there listening? I hope you had fun also because I did, and I hope you did, and I hope you. And you know what? If this is your first time here, nice, nice to meet you. Hello, I'm shaking my. I'm shaking your hand, not my own. I'm, I'm actually now. I'm physically shaking my own hand. But you know what? No. Like, thank you for coming here, listening. And guess what? If this is where you're coming back, thank you for coming back. That is beyond cool. So I, I can't even express it. it. It is beyond... It is so sick that someone wants to even hear me talk to anyone. But like, thank you for listening. And guess what? I will see you next time. Have a good breakfast day, night, and then reverse it. Go back to evening and have another night that's even better that's weird okay but yeah have a good that and i will talk to you later bye